And I'm joined by Nitso from Oz Cyclone Chasers. You can find them on ozcyclonechasers.com.au. Okay, Nitso, how are you, mate? G'day, Mark. I'm great, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Well, uh, your team, I suppose, is getting yourself uh, organised for the coming cyclone season. We're officially in it now. How's it shaping up for us uh, in far north Queensland? Uh, It doesn't look like it's going to be a great wet season. It looks as though it's going to be a slow starting wet season. I mean, we've already seen that. We've seen very few thunderstorms on the Tablelands at the moment um, in the past month or so. Normally, this time of year, we tend to see quite a few storms around there, and a few of those even cross onto the coast by this this stage. Uh, We've seen very little of that, mate. And look, that's going to continue probably for the next month. We're going to be a very, very slow November. Uh, And uh, this stage, the first sign of the monsoon, it looks as though it's going to be pretty weak as well. Overall, we're looking at a below average cyclone season uh, right across northern Australia, but particularly in northeastern Australia. So we're looking at a particularly lower than normal risk across uh, across Queensland's east coast, if you like. Uh, looking looking back uh, over the years, I know a lot of locals say, oh, it used to be, uh, you know, no, Christmas was always wet and sometimes we'd had cyclones before Christmas. I haven't seen that for 10 years. Is that the case or is it just, you know, people forget? Uh, I think people forget. I mean, last year we had a couple of Gulf cyclones in, in uh, I think one was in early December, one was in late December. Uh, you know, like, people tend to forget the the, the ones that uh, sort of just uh, near misses. And I mean, those Gulf cyclones had potential to dump hundreds and hundreds of millimetres on the coast, um, you know, and I think there was one in the Coral Sea around about December last year. So, so there was, uh, you know, quite a bit of activity early last year, but it just didn't sort of hit uh, the Cairns region. And I think people forget because of that. Look, the, the, the idea of uh, December being the, the time, Christmas time, being the, being a wet period, that's pretty true. The monsoon trough coming down around about Christmas time, uh, Darwin certainly, and then it sort of flows eastwards towards the Cairns region, uh, sort of the last week of that December period. So that's pretty true. That's pretty normal. Once again, this year, I don't know if we're, if we're just as confident about that happening as we normally are. And of course, Nito, we all know it only takes one cyclone, so uh, now's the time to get in and prepare. Now, a few old myths I've heard over the years I'd like to fire at Chiditsa. They say that uh, Cairns uh, won't get a, a crossing, a, a cyclone crossing, because of the, the big mountain range we hear. So I, I presume they're talking like Larry, uh, where it just dipped right at the last minute and uh, hit further south. Is, is there any truth in that? Because of the mountain ranges here, that affects the cyclone's path? Yeah, look, there's, uh, look. I won't completely say it's a total myth, but what we what we do find is that there, what what ends up happening is as the cyclone, the slower the cyclone moves towards the coast, those mountain ranges have a tiny effect on the circulation, and they can jut the circulation north or south by about ten to twenty kilometres as it approaches the coastline. So there is some element of truth to that, but Cairns is certainly not safe because of it. Um, It's just one of those situations. It's a little quirk that a cyclone does, and it only tends to affect very slow-moving cyclones. So something like Yassi was just a beelining towards that towards that Cardwell Tully area, uh, you know, from from about a day away. So there was no no sense of the mountain ranges affecting that. But we do tend to see it just a small jut. Um, but it, but as I said, it doesn't take cans out of the picture. What about the reef? That's another one I heard. Is that does that affect cyclones at all? Absolutely not. The reef uh, does nothing to to hurt a cyclone uh, as it comes across, and does nothing to change its direction. Uh, that is 
definitely a miss. Uh, what we might see uh, the reef actually do, though, is it does tend to limit the fetch of the waves that are coming. So we get big waves, no doubt about it, with a cyclone. That's the only time you can actually surf, not safely, of course. Uh, but, uh, but you know, that, that, ten, that reef does tend to limit the fetch of the waves and, and the ocean. So it does tend to just protect us a tiny bit from storm surge, but not enough to, not enough to decrease the risk uh, considerably. So total miss. I've noticed quite a bit on your Facebook page uh, down uh, in Townsville. Uh, they they class it as the Townsville Dome, uh, where sometimes it's all <laughs> all around town. What's going on there? Uh, yeah, you can you can put any 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 township on the coast of either the east, the west, or the north coast, and they all claim they've got a dome. Now, what hen- what ends up happening there, Mark, is we on the coast we get in the afternoons. Usually, this is happening in the afternoon and evening when storms are coming across the ranges. We get this sea breeze, and the sea breeze is cool, moist air, but it's very cool air. And so, what that sea breeze does is it stabilizes the low the lower part of the atmosphere. And so, as these storms come across, normally particularly northern Australia, we don't tend to have really strong steering winds for these storms. So they sort of just meander across the ranges. And as they hit the ranges, that sea breeze hits them and undercuts the air going up into them. And so what ends up happening is that those storms do tend to die as they're approaching the coast. Now, there are exceptions, of course. Sometimes you'll see a storm coming from, you know, way out in Chiligo and comes all the way across the Cairns. But you can see that happening because it's moving nice and quickly. If they move nice and quickly the uh, cooler air near the, near the coastline doesn't have the opportunity to kill the storms off. And so they do make it over the ranges and onto the coast. But most of the time up in, the can- up in Cairns, we tend to see very slow-moving tableland thunderstorms that try and make it to that Coranda Range uh, or down around the Innisfail Ranges, and uh, they tend to die just on the range or just west of the range. And that's because of that sea breeze effect coming in and undercutting the air that's supposed to be going up into the storm. Nitto from Oz Cyclone Chasers. Always a pleasure, mate. No worries, Mark.